Hello, this is Rostov Iowa City. We are here today to talk about bad things in Iowa City. And for that, we invited Marcus Razor, who has been working in a bar as a bouncer for several years. And I mean the host. I'm Darlia, the co-host. I'm Marcus. I am the bouncer who works at Brothers Bar and Grill. Hey, Marcus, it's really good to see you here. Thank you for coming Thank to you. the studio today. No problem, no problem at all. I'm very happy, like, having you here. Yeah, so can I uh, ask you, you, like, several questions, like, about your experience, like, as a bouncer? I am fine with that. Yeah, so what made you uh, want to work in a bar as a bouncer? Um, freshman year, I just liked the atmosphere. I uh, saw the money poured into the bars as a mm. freshman. Mm. Um, I know they make good money, so mm. Mm. it's really all about the money for me. Um, I do enjoy the atmosphere. The hours mm. suck, but I do enjoy mm. being there. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, but like, wasn't it too intimidating, like, for you, like, when you were a freshman? Because bars, like, people usually like get to fight each other, you know, and people are drunk, so like they behave like improperly sometimes, you know. I'm not a person that's for violence or likes violence, so I try to de-escalate okay, the okay. situation before it happens. Okay, so you are the perfect type of a person, like in a bar. Yeah, yeah I, I'm of. trying to de-escalate the situation. I'm, I don't, I don't want to like f- uh, get aggressive with individuals, so I'm trying to de-escalate the situation, whether rather than like be aggressive with the individual. Okay, okay, for sure, yeah. Then why you have been working as a bouncer? Like, have you ever faced like some people like who try to mess with you like for no reason? No, you get those all the time. I sit at the front door, so uh, I usually handle money or I'm handling uh, all the scenarios that could happen at the door. And you get a lot of drunk people that either can't let in or uh, like don't have enough money to get in from from the cover. So. Uh, it's it's a headache sometimes, especially at night. But it, it gets easier as you work there the long longer. Mm. So, what is the most common thing that someone inserts you like? You know, uh, it takes a lot for me to get mad. So, I don't. I really, to be honest, I don't take it serious at all. Oh. I'm not a person to get mad. And with me being, with me sitting at the door and handling a lot of money, mm. I'm required not to do anything if oh. something happens. So. Oh. I usually have to grab another bouncer to handle oh, the situation, okay. but okay. when I was on the floor, it was it was just kind of getting the person out or de-escalating the situation before it gets aggressive. Okay, for sure, I'm very glad like you didn't get mad at her like while you were working. Yeah, yeah. So like when you are having difficulty with the drunk people, like how do you usually deal with it? Like, can you give me any examples like you like <coughs> experienced like in the past? Um, so the first thing, like I said before, if, yeah. if they're too drunk, mm. I, I handle that situation right, right away by not letting them in. Mm. But if they are too drunk, we sometimes as bartenders, we either cut them off by not giving them any more drinks mm. or we kindly ask them to, Hey, let's, we need you to leave for us. Like mm. you're causing problems. Mm. We usually try not to escort people out based off other people's opinions or what, uh, what of what happened. But usually if we see something going on, uh, due to drunkenness, we try to get them out as oh, quickly okay. and as kindly as possible. Okay. But what about if they just like refuse to leave? Like, 
How would you do that? Then we have to we have to use the steps given, like from our training. Like oh. you have to get trained on how to escort somebody out. Like oh. you can't ra- you can't wrap your arms around someone's oh. neck. Oh. You can't slam anybody. So I usually try to put them in a chicken wing, where their arms up in the yeah, air, and sure. like put my hands behind their back. Oh. And we usually have multiple bouncers oh. who kind of pick them up by the leg, so oh. they're kind of defenseless. Okay. And, okay. Yeah. Okay. What about like? Do you guys like ask uh, drunk people's friends to take care of themselves? Like uh. You're saying like friends helping yeah, a yeah, drunken yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we kind of that's and that's another thing. If they're in the fr- in in the bar with friends, mm-hmm. it's kind of good that they have friends. It's like, hey, like, can you handle this situation? And it's more so where the friend that's not as drunk understands where we're coming from, so they're mm-hmm. they're more likely to help us out and kind of get that mm-hmm. friend under control. Mm-hmm. Okay, can you tell us of an experience that you had, like one that really stands out to you? being like a bouncer there or something that might have been like funny to you that happened I can tell you the craziest story that happened so my first year working there uh, it was New Year's Eve Um, we don't allow smoking in the bars that's not only our rules but like rules around Iowa City to uh, all together so some guys were smoking uh, in the bar and our bouncer one of the bouncers told them to put it out he didn't, so the mouser took it out of his hand, threw it, stumped on it. A big brawl broke out. It was like six. It was like six of them. So they all like just like squared up. We've never had someone try to square up with us, but like they were squaring up with us. We were like getting punches thrown at us, and we can't retaliate. I'm not the person who like if I'm the person where I'll, I'll do my job, but if you start throwing punches, is it taking it to a whole different level? So. It was definitely, I wouldn't say we went overboard, but some of those rules and regulations had to go out the window as far as being more aggressive to get them out of the bar. So that was more of an experience. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was, that was definitely, definitely different. Okay, so when you're sitting at the front door, what do you guys do with the fake IDs? So the funny thing is I went to another brothers this past weekend to work at a different locations there are different locations around the midwest and just around the u.s in total but those guys were telling me how they they take them and resell them or they take them and give them to their boss to to keep in the collection but we usually give them back we usually don't like to take ids our boss doesn't like us taking ids so most of the, all the time we give them back unless they're being real reluctant about it like giving us a hard time i'll usually keep them give them to my boss and he'll usually put it in a book that we have of just full of ids fake ids wow okay so where are you from and how is it different from being here in iowa um to be honest it, it wasn't that much of a culture shock to me i'm from chicago uh south side i live on 92nd and racing but like when I was first coming here, everybody's like, "Yeah, it's just gonna be cornfields, like middle of nowhere." It's totally, it's the total opposite of that. To be honest, gravitated to a lot of people from the Chicago land area. I mean, I know Darlia. We kind of knew each other from freshman year, like the Chicago clique. Everybody kind of has their clique, and they kind of just vibe together. So the people, it really makes a difference. But the the culture of Iowa City, I like it. It's not. It's not as country as I thought it would be. Uh, being from a predominantly black area, black school, black family, being in a predominantly white area definitely changes the feeling and vibe of being away from home. But 
uh, definitely met some good people and helped this experience out. Okay, have you tried bar hopping at any other clubs before you tried Brothers? Uh, I applied to Spoko, but I didn't get a response, so okay. Brothers it was. It was. It's a lot of bars I dislike, so I would never think about working there. Okay, then uh, could you tell me the difference between Chicago and like Iowa City? Because I heard uh, bars in Chicago, they are just like open until sunrise, right? But here in Iowa City, they are just closing at 2. What's the biggest difference like between those two cities? Um, That's a good question. Um, So it's kind of hard to answer that question because I was young, so I wasn't really able to experience mm-hmm. the, like the, the bar scene or the downtown nightlife. But I mean... The only thing I could say it's, I would probably say it's definitely a little classier in the Chicago area. Um, more high maintenance. Uh, down here, you really get that college feel. Chicago is real, very urban, very oh. the big city. You know, the New oh. Yorks, the Chicago's, the the LA. Oh. So, just I would say the vibe and the atmosphere is is different from what I've experienced. So. When you're trying to say it's like Iowa City is like a more like a college town, yes. and Chicago, on the other hand, Chicago is a very urban, right? Right. Yeah. So people are there usually like, uh, are they just like uh, businessmen or just athletes? Like, who are they like in Chicago? Uh, it's it's really hard to answer that question because oh. of how many the amount of clubs mm. like they there's like where in iowa city we have 30 bars mm. there's 30 bars in this one part of the north side of chicago mm. there's like 30 more bars in the south side of chicago mm. 30 more bars so the, the atmosphere changes so it's it's kind of difficult to answer that question to be honest but yeah that's for, how i feel about it for sure but it sounds like People in there like spend much more money than people here. Oh yeah, yeah, for, for, sure. De- de- for, for sure. It's definitely, it's definitely more high class. Definitely because of the bigger city, the income, the the money they're able to spend is definitely more high maintenance in, in the Chicago area. Yeah, of course, because it's the best city in the United States, it right? It definitely is. Yeah. definitely is. So what's a typical day look like for you, like, start to finish? All right, so I'll give you an example. This weekend is homecoming, so Illinois is coming. I think it's an 11 o'clock game. Friday, I'm there from 8 o'clock at night to probably like 5 o'clock in the morning. I wake up at 10 o'clock in the morning. No, I'm sorry. I wake up at 9 o'clock in the morning because I have to be there at 10 o'clock in the morning. I work a triple. So I work a shift from 10 to 4 in the afternoon, 4 in the afternoon to 8 at night, 8 at night to close. We close around 1.30. We're one of the few bars that actually cleans their bar. And so we're there for, for some hours. And, I mean, working 20-plus hours can take a toll on somebody. So you're not going to be the, the fastest cleaner at night. So it it's definitely definitely takes a toll on you. It's definitely been times where I've thought about leaving because of the toll it takes on you. It's, it's, it's a long day. Okay, so how do you incorporate your schooling into that? Like, do you have people that come up to you like, hey, I knew you worked there? No, you, the funny thing is, we were. I was just talking to one of my coworkers about this and how, like, you see different faces or you see the regulars, like, just the people you always see. And you see them in class and it's like they don't know you. It's like, well, when you were drunk, you remember me. But, I mean, it's it's cool. It's, it's definitely hard to incorporate school and and work like this year has definitely been tough for me being a senior and 
the different avenues I want to get into and like just the the pressure it is to graduate on time and and work the hours I do. It's just been it's been a little difficult lately. Okay, so what does Marcus's life look like during the day? Like the student Marcus, not bouncing Marcus. What are you? Uh, I usually wake up, eat some Reese Puffs, uh, go to class. I'll play 2K for a couple hours. I usually like to, sometimes, I would say about three or four times during the day, I go hoop at the field house and then get home. And I'm usually the children are doing homework. I'm, on, I'm one of those procrastinating students who has to do their work at the last minute yeah so that's me that's a typical day pretty boring but some days it's like maybe a movie here and there or go bowling with some friends but pretty much the normal college experience when i'm not working okay so with your work are there like connections that you make like when you go to other cities or is it like here do you make connections Oh yes, I, uh, I, the funny thing is, um, uh, there's a girl that comes in the bar all the time. You know, when you, I mean, when you've been working there for three years, you learn names, you know, get to know people more and better. And so she's also an SR, not an S, yeah, an SRM major, uh, student uh, sport and rec management major. So she works for the Cedar Rapids Colonels. It's a baseball team, and because she knew I was a sport and rec management major. She was able to um, give me a job internship there, so plan on doing it next spring. So you definitely build connections, um, definitely get to know people, build friendships. So I, I enjoy it and the relationships I build. Okay, did your parents have anything to say when they found out what your job was? They didn't. As long as I could pay my rent, they didn't. <laughs> they don't care. They didn't care. They didn't care at all. Okay, so when we say the word. Party culture, what does that mean to you? Like, party as culture. in Iowa City or like wherever you go, <laughs> when you hear the word party culture, what does it make you think of? It makes me think of a lot of things. I mean, we're from Chicago, you know, the the, the party culture, especially when we were younger, the, the parties. I think of basement parties. I think of bars in Iowa City. I just went to Vegas this past summer. I think of just the entire scene of Vegas, the different parties and just the atmosphere. I just think of a, a atmosphere that's happy. Eighth grade and freshman year is probably the greatest party atmosphere I've ever experienced in my life. So what was your job before this? Like, you have a job that you did and you're just like, this is not for me. Um, I worked at Yankee Candle. Really? I worked at Yankee Candle my junior year and a little bit of my senior year. Um, I don't mind retail. I like talking to people. I'm a very personable person. I just couldn't see myself doing it for a while. You know, people usually do things they love, even me, even at that stage of a career. Not not necessarily career, but job. People, I mean, some. I, it was a lot of people there that loved what they do, and it was just like one of those, I have to go to work. And I mean, it's one of those situations now, but I love the atmosphere of Iowa football. I love the atmosphere of Iowa City. I love the atmosphere of tailgating. So I enjoyed going to, I enjoy going to work. I enjoy what I'm going to get paid at the end of the day. It was like a Yankee candle. I did not look forward to selling candles to, to old ladies for, <laughs> for, for holidays. Yes, yeah, so when do you feel the busiest? Like, what day like, do you feel most busy? Like, game days? Or? Definitely, definitely game days. Um, Penn State was nuts. It's usually the, the high-ranked teams that give us the most problems. This weekend is homecoming, so a lot of a lot of alumni come in. Illinois is pretty close, so you get just a lot of students and alumni from oh, Illinois. Oh, so. Oh. 
definitely game days. Mm-hmm. Most like mostly because of the hours, mm-hmm. not because of the atmosphere. But there's definitely more pressure on game days to perform well as a staff in a bar. Yeah, for sure. So could you tell me uh, the difference between atmosphere, uh, whether Iowa won or just lost the game? Uh, so the the funny thing is, so I was actually in the bar oh. when, when they were playing Penn State, uh-huh. and oh, I can I can I can even do it this way. Last year I was in the bar uh-huh. when we won against the number four ranked Michigan for on the sure. field goal. Yeah, yeah. I was in the bar when we lost on a game winning uh-huh. touchdown pass by Penn State. There's a difference when you win and beer goes in the air and beer gets in everybody's hair, everybody's eyes, everybody's clothes. Versus when you lose on a game when it touches down and everybody leaves the bar. Oh, Every, like, I would say 50% oh. heads down, just oh. left the bar. It was just the atmosphere definitely changes. You definitely lose out on money. But yeah. the atmosphere during the game is about the same. But oh. the the ending definitely changes how oh. a night can oh. g- continue. Oh. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so what are the some consequences like, of misbehavior like from drunk people? Like... Do they like affect other like customers like in a bar? Like do they like make them leave? Because our bartenders are able to interact or get involved mm-hmm. with customers, drunk or not, mm-hmm. kind of keeps a balance of mm-hmm. keeping people who are too drunk away from people who are sober and mm-hmm. not wanting to deal with that. Mm-hmm. So it never really becomes an issue mm-hmm. with customers. Mm-hmm. Especially because everybody mm. loves the bar, wants to be out in that atmosphere. Mm. So it's more of a situation where they want it to be handled where, rather than they want to get away from mm. the atmosphere. Okay, so like before you're, you guys are opening a bar, like you guys like should prepare a lot, like prepare like liquor, you know, like yeah. clean, cleaning like all the like things, you know, like a floor. Like how do you prepare for that before a club opens? Um, so we prepare a lot mm. the night before a game. So like Friday, mm. I hate Friday. You would think Saturday is way busier than Fridays. Saturday, the bar is probably more disgusting after everyone leaves than a Friday. Oh, but, sure. but because of what Friday is going to be, I mean, because of what Saturday is going to be, Friday has to, Friday night has to be prepped well for Saturday. Mm. So mm. the cleaning is definitely strenuous. Yeah, so if there was one place you could go to party, where would it be? Like in the world or in, the in world, Iowa City? In the world, everywhere in the world. Uh, I would have to choose between a Vegas pool party <laughs> and a Chicago basement party. Oh, why Chicago basement party? Uh, <laughs> because you're from Chicago? I'm from Chicago. It's definitely hot. Oh. The parties are definitely hot, but it's like... One of the best experiences you have when everybody is having good vibes. I've been to some terrible basement parties. I wouldn't go now because of what happens at them. But back in the day when I used to go to basement parties, it was everybody was it was a click. Everybody vibed together. Everybody interacted well. It was just fun times. Like you didn't think about anything. And Vegas is just it's simple. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. I'm mean, in my personal opinion, like party, like in Ibiza, you know where Ibiza is, right? Like in Spain, yeah. it's, that's the best party place ever. That's what everyone says. Like, what do you think about that place? Because like you get bubble like from the roof, you know, like yeah. everywhere. 
I would I would have loved to go to Spain. I've never been out the country. Oh, okay, okay. I've definitely heard of the the party scene in yeah. Spain. So uh, that is definitely something I want to experience. Not only not only the party culture, but just mm. the culture in itself. Yeah, but thanks for like letting me know. I never did a party like in Chicago, but I feel like I have to do that before I die. You know, <laughs> you definitely you definitely <laughs> have to. I mean, there's there's like right now like the parties I like to go like to go to are like the back door, not the back door, the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> the back door <laughs> right the the back <laughs> the backyard parties where this is like family and friends it's just the the atmosphere is just amazing i just like being with family and friends and everybody just laughing uh how do you like your work because like i'm pretty much sure like working as a bouncer is really tough right Yeah. Because you have to deal with all the drunk people and you work at night, you know? That's something what people want to avoid, like, generally, right? In general, like, usually. So, like, what makes you keep working as a bouncer? Um, definitely the people I work with. Oh, the um, people, okay. Yeah, I would consider one of the guys that work there, I could, would consider him a good friend. Uh, one of the girls I work with, I would consider her a, a great friend. Mm. My boss is easily the greatest boss I've ever had. Mm. And it, he has a balance and understanding of... When it's time to work and when it's time to have a good time. Mm. So definitely the people you work with uh, and the atmosphere. The hours mm. suck, mm. but mm. you can't like everything about your job. There's mm. going to be something you don't like about your job, but mm. overall, I like it. So we have one more question for you. So have you ever had anybody throw up on you? That's a very good question. I've had anybody somebody experience? I've had somebody spear beer on me on accident, not on purpose. I've never had someone throw up on me. I would... I would clock out and leave out of work if somebody threw oh. up on me I, oh, okay. I i know i know of a bouncer that's been thrown up on but i i couldn't do it it was i would definitely be out the door if somebody threw up on me oh, okay yeah. thank you for like coming here and it was such a nice experience like to hear how you have been doing as a bouncer thank you so much no problem thank you thank you